This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does the Old Testament, especially the Old Testament law, have to do with your Christian life? Keep listening after the episode to find out more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Leviticus chapter 5, verses 14 through 19. Guilt offering regulations, known trespass. Then the Lord said to Moses, When a person commits a trespass, and sins by straying unintentionally from the regulations about the Lord's holy things, then he must bring his penalty for guilt to the Lord. A flawless ram from the flock, convertible into silver shekels according to the standard of the sanctuary shekel for a guilt offering. And whatever holy thing he violated, he must restore and must add one-fifth to it and give it to the priest. So the priest will make atonement on his behalf with the guilt offering ram and he will be forgiven. Unknown Trespass If a person sins and violates any of the Lord's commandments that must not be violated, although he did not know it at the time, but later realizes he is guilty, then he will bear punishment for his iniquity and must bring a flawless ram from the flock, convertible into silver shekels for a guilt offering to the priest. So the priest will make atonement on his behalf for his error that he committed, although he himself had not known it, and he will be forgiven. It is a guilt offering. He was surely guilty before the Lord. Leviticus chapters 9 through Leviticus chapter 10. Leviticus chapter 9, Inauguration of Tabernacle Worship. On the eighth day, Moses summoned Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel and said to Aaron, Take for yourself a bull calf for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, both flawless, and present them before the Lord. Then tell the Israelites, Take a male goat for a sin offering and a calf and a lamb, both a year old and flawless, for a burnt offering and an ox and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with olive oil, for today the Lord is going to appear to you. So they took what Moses had commanded to the front of the meeting tent, and the whole congregation presented them and stood before the Lord. Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. 
Moses then said to Aaron, Approach the altar and make your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement on behalf of yourself and on behalf of the people and also make the people's offering and make atonement on behalf of them just as the Lord has commanded. The sin offering for the priests. So Aaron approached the altar and slaughtered the sin offering calf, which was for himself. Then Aaron's sons presented the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put it on the horns of the altar, and the rest of the blood he poured out at the base of the altar. The fat and the kidneys and the protruding lobe of the liver from the sin offering he offered up in smoke on the altar, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. But the flesh and the hide he completely burned up outside the camp. The burnt offering for the priests. He then slaughtered the burnt offering, and his sons handed the blood to him, and he splashed it against the altar's sides. The burnt offering itself they handed to him by its parts, including the head, and he offered them up in smoke on the altar. And he washed the entrails and the legs and offered them up in smoke on top of the burnt offering on the altar. The Offerings for the People Then he presented the people's offering. He took the sin offering, male goat, which was for the people, slaughtered it, and performed a purification rite with it like the first one. He then presented the burnt offering and did it according to the standard regulation. Next, he presented the grain offering, filled his hand with some of it, and offered it up in smoke on the altar, in addition to the morning burnt offering. Then he slaughtered the ox and the ram, the peace offering sacrifices which were for the people, and Aaron's sons handed the blood to him and he splashed it against the altar's sides. As for the fat parts from the ox and from the ram, the fatty tail, the fat covering, the entrails, the kidneys, and the protruding lobe of the liver, they set those on the breasts, and he offered the fat parts up in smoke on the altar. Finally, Aaron waved the breast and the right thigh as a wave offering before the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. Then Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them and descended from making the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering. Moses and Aaron then entered into the meeting tent. When they came out, they blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Then fire went out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat parts on the altar, and all the people saw it. So they shouted loudly and fell down with their faces to the ground. Leviticus chapter 10 Nadab and Abihu Then Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, each took his firepan and put fire in it, set incense on it, and presented strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them to do. So fire went out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them so that they died before the Lord. Moses then said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke. Among the ones close to me I will show myself holy, and in the presence of all the people I will be honored. So Aaron kept silent. Moses then called to Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Uziel, Aaron's uncle, and said to them, Come near, carry your brothers from the front of the sanctuary to a place outside the camp. So they came near and carried them away in their tunics to a place outside the camp just as Moses had spoken. Then Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his other two sons, Do not dishevel the hair of your heads and do not tear your garments so that you do not die, and so that wrath does not come on the whole congregation. Your brothers, all the house of Israel, are to mourn the burning that the Lord has caused. But you must not go out from the entrance of the meeting tent lest you die, for the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they acted according to the word of Moses. Perpetual statutes the Lord spoke to Aaron. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron, 
Do not drink wine or strong drink, you and your sons with you, when you enter into the meeting tent, so that you do not die. This is a perpetual statute throughout your generations, as well as to distinguish between the holy and the common, and between the unclean and the clean, and to teach the Israelites all the statutes that the Lord has spoken to them through Moses. Perpetual statutes Moses spoke to Aaron. Then Moses spoke to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his remaining sons. Take the grain offering which remains from the gifts of the Lord and eat it unleavened beside the altar, for it is most holy. You must eat it in a holy place because it is your allotted portion and the allotted portion of your sons from the gifts of the Lord, for this is what I have been commanded. Also, the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution offering you must eat in a ceremonially clean place, you and your sons and daughters with you, for the foods have been given as your allotted portion and the allotted portion of your sons from the peace offering sacrifices of the Israelites. The thigh of the contribution offering and the breast of the wave offering they must bring in addition to the gifts of the fat parts to wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. And it will belong to you and your sons with you for a perpetual statute, just as the Lord has commanded. The problem with the inaugural sin offering. Later, Moses sought diligently for the sin offering male goat, but it had actually been burnt. So he became angry at Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's remaining sons, saying, Why did you not eat the sin offering in the sanctuary? For it is most holy, and he gave it to you to bear the iniquity of the congregation to make atonement on their behalf before the Lord. See here, his blood was not brought into the holy place within. You should surely have eaten it in the sanctuary just as I commanded. But Aaron spoke to Moses, See here, just today they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things as these have happened to me. If I had eaten a sin offering today, would the Lord have been pleased? When Moses heard this explanation, he was satisfied. Numbers chapter 9 Verses 1 through 14. Passover Regulations. The Lord spoke to Moses in the desert of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt. The Israelites are to observe the Passover at its appointed time. In the 14th day of this month, at twilight, you are to observe it at its appointed time. You must keep it in accordance with all its statutes and all its customs. So Moses instructed the Israelites to observe the Passover. And they observed the Passover on the 14th day of the first month at twilight in the desert of Sinai, in accordance with all that the Lord had commanded Moses, so the Israelites did. It happened that some men who were ceremonially defiled by the dead body of a man could not keep the Passover on that day. So they came before Moses and before Aaron on that day. And those men said to Moses, We are ceremonially defiled by the dead body of a man. Why are we kept back from offering the Lord's offering at its appointed time among the Israelites? So Moses said to them, Remain here, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites, if any of you or of your posterity become ceremonially defiled by touching a dead body or are on a journey far away, then he may observe the Passover to the Lord. They may observe it on the fourteenth day of the second month at twilight. They are to eat it with bread made without yeast and with bitter herbs. They must not leave any of it until morning, nor break any of its bones. They must observe it in accordance with every statute of the Passover. But the man who is ceremonially clean and was not on a journey and fails to keep the Passover, that person must be cut off from his people. 
because he did not bring the Lord's offering at its appointed time. That man must bear his sin. If a resident foreigner lives among you and wants to keep the Passover to the Lord, he must do so according to the statute of the Passover and according to its custom. You must have the same statute for the resident foreigner and for the one who was born in the land. New Testament reading, Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11, through Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 5, 11. The need to move on to maturity. On this topic, we have much to say, and it is difficult to explain since you have become sluggish in hearing. For though you should in fact be teachers by this time, you need someone to teach you the beginning elements of God's utterances. You have gone back to needing milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is inexperienced in the message of righteousness because he is an infant. But solid food is for the mature, whose perceptions are trained by practice to discern both good and evil. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 12. Therefore, we must progress beyond the elementary instructions about Christ and move on to maturity, not laying this foundation again. Repentance from dead works and faith in God. Teaching about ritual washings, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And this is what we intend to do, if God permits. For it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened, tasted the heavenly gift, become partakers of the Holy Spirit, tasted the good word of God and the miracles of the coming age, and then have committed apostasy to renew them again to repentance since they are crucifying the Son of God for themselves all over again and holding him up to contempt. For the ground that has soaked up the rain that frequently falls on it and yields useful vegetation for those who tend it receives a blessing from God. But if it produces thorns and thistles, it is useless and about to be cursed. Its fate is to be burned. But in your case, dear friends, even though we speak like this, we are convinced of better things relating to salvation. For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love you have demonstrated for his name in having served and continuing to serve the saints. But we passionately want each of you to demonstrate the same eagerness for the fulfillment of your hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and perseverance inherit the promises. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Thrice holy God, I thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for Leviticus. We're now in the in the thick of it, O oh God, where the portion of, of scripture where sometimes people tend to fall off, O oh God, because we you know, it, it it can be a struggle to see about all of the regulations for worship, the peace offering, the sin offering, the burnt offering, the wave offering. Sometimes we just don't understand and can't comprehend, oh God. But what we know is that Jesus Christ himself became a sin offering on our behalf, God. And we thank you so much for that, Lord, that because of his perfect sacrifice and his offering, O God, of his life once and for all, O Lord God, that that old covenant, O God, is done away with and we have a new covenant, O God. Thank you that we are 
We are free to worship you, O Lord God, in spirit and in truth, O Lord God. And I thank you that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There truly is liberty, O God, to worship you, to walk in obedience, O God. I pray, O God, that you would give us, help grow us up in Christ. Would you help us, O God, to move milk to meat, O Lord God? Would you help us, O Lord God, to persevere? Give us perseverance, O Lord God, to um, continue to run this race, O Lord God, and to hold on to our faith, O God, looking to Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Carmen Imes, author of Bearing God's Name, guides us to Sinai, the ancient mountain where Israel met their God. Imes argues that we've misunderstood the command about taking the Lord's name in vain and that instead the command is about bearing God's name, a theme that continues throughout the Bible. Revisit the story of Israel from wilderness to promising future and discover why Sinai still matters as you follow Jesus today. Get your copy of Bearing God's Name today at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Something